first of all, I want to say welcome to everyone. Thank you for being here at Maria Empanada. Uh, Gabriela, Lati Lalita, Jack, thank you so much for coming here and support me. As a small business owners, Governor, you're being a regular now. They have great empanadas. Watch out. We'll make, we'll hopefully send you on your way. Well, so. we, we, are, yeah. we are definitely buying some to yeah. take. But I really love that you're a regular, so thank you so much. It's a pleasure to have you. Michael Gentleman, I needed to learn that in English. Me too. It's a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pleasure to have you, Madam Vice President. Uh, it's absolutely an honor. Um, Mucho gusto, thank you. Gracias. I never imagined to be having so many gratitude uh, feelings in this country. Um, I arrived just uh, almost uh, 20 years ago, and uh, I never imagined I will find here a new life, a husband, three wonderful boys, able to create a business, having an incredible supporting team that is right there behind. Uh, and I never imagined being in my table with a governor, a vice president, or a second <laughs> gentleman. So this is an absolutely honor to have you. Um, thank you for coming in and listening to us. I think that is very important. And I know that you are here to help. So we are here to be listening. And that's the first step. Uh, something that we were looking for a while after this pandemic, and uh, I can be more grateful than that. So after that. All right, welcome to a Wednesday uh, edition of the Modern Eater Show. It is March 17th, and what does that mean? Happy St. Patrick's Day to you guys, and stay safe. It's a great opportunity to go out and support your local restaurants, and uh, can't think of any better than Maria Empanada. That's where we're at today. And I want to introduce this gal. It's Lorena Cantorvisi, and an, an Argentinian immigrant coming to Denver with 300 bucks in her pocket. I just admire that. Start out selling empanadas like the rest of us with our passions to your friends and your family. Uh, she won the U.S. Small Business Persons of the Year Award for Colorado. That's a great accolade. Appeared twice on the Food Networks got with Guy Fieri and uh, recognizes one of the 12 hottest new bakeries in America by Zagat. And a gem to Colorado and an inspiration to all of us small business owners. I get the chills when I talk about that. And a wife and a loving mother. It's Lorena Cantorvisi, and it's good to see you, Lorena. Hola! <laughs> God, I am so excited. So many things are going on. And you just saw that little video clip of yesterday, right here, almost 24 hours ago. Oh, my gosh. At Maria Empanada. Almost 24 hours, yes, yeah, at Maria Empanada. Uh, there it is. Set the stage. The vice, the VP, Kamala Harris, here with the governor. Usually the governor's just, in, I mean, you, you add it all up. It's sensory overload. Oh, my gosh, yes. But so much going on. So much going on. And we're going to talk about that because it's help is here. And, boy, that's a fantastic thing. Before we get to that, I want our folks to get to know Lorena in about 60 seconds. So answer some questions. Oh, mi Dios. Okay. It's going to be easy. Dale. Cats or dogs? Eh? Dog. 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 Okay, perfect. Sweet or savory? Ah, oh, savory. You like savory? Yes. Me too. Savory. Favorite movie? Uh, Cinema Paradiso. I'll have to take it's your word for that. One. It's Cinema Italian. Paradiso. You need Is to see it. Oh, really? What's it about? 
It's about story, about life, about how things change and how you are adapting, but you never forget who you are. Oh man, I love it. I gotta see that. Bed. Hopefully they have captions. They do. <laughs> they do. Need it. American football or soccer? Soccer. You gotta <laughs> do soccer, blog. right? Mountains or ocean? Mountains. You like the mountains? Yes, oh, that's oh, what I'm here. <laughs> that's yes. fantastic. Wine or tequila? Wine. Wine? Wine. Okay, a fantastic yeah. Malbec or Bonarda yeah. in I, my glass. I seek out Argentinian wine. You like Argentinian wine? I love Argentinian <laughs> wine. I don't know why, <laughs> but I love it. It's, it's great wine. <laughs> it's fantastic. The last book you read or listened to? My last book, yes, uh, Open, the Andrea Gassi. Really? Yes. Fantastic. You Did you listen to it or read it? I listen it. Yeah, I, I like listen. to listen to books too. Um, your favorite way to relax? My favorite way to relax? Watching soccer with my boys. Really? Yeah. That relaxes you? I love to be in the couch, just like that. And just hang out. Watching soccer, with fighting. No, That's no. Right. I think doing that with my boys just relax me. Uh, favorite place to vacation? Italy. Italy. Italia. Yeah, that's it. Bella. You're going to be there? Yes. All right. Um, who inspires you? Who or what inspires you? A lot of people. A lot of people. A lot of people. Just arriving to the United States, it, that was already an inspiration, and a lot of people here. A lot of people. Okay. I, I can count it with my fingers. It's going to get harder then because I'm going to ask you the smartest person you know. Oh, mi Dios, the smartest person that I know. Who do you just go, oh man, that's the... Shush. That's the... Mm. It, you could have just met her yesterday. Oh my gosh. I will say one very good friend and business related to um, my, my investor. Your mentor? My investor. Oh, your investor? My investor. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. All right, is there a name or we're not going to... Oh. It's an angel. It's an angel. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it at that. I didn't get that. Uh, political hero. Political hero. <gasps> That's another one. That's another... These, they got tougher, didn't they? Mm, <laughs> I don't know. I don't is know. Is there a lot? Uh, there's a lot. Yeah. I, it's, it's not only one person. It's just a few. It's elements of people, right? Gotcha. Absolutely. A guilty pleasure. Ay, Dios. <laughs> I saw that. You knew the answer to that I right know, away. I know, I you know. Uh, huh? A guilty pleasure. Yeah, you can just say chocolate if you want to. Um, <laughs> no. Chocolate. Yes. <laughs> we'll go with that? Yes. Okay, your last, this is the last one. Your favorite food podcast. Oh, come on. That is easy. <laughs> but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> you don't have to. Thank you for having us Thank here today. You. Okay, yesterday. We, we're, first of all, uh, Vice President Kamala Harris, along with uh, Governor Polis and a lot of other distinguished guests here to support small business and, and truly to come back and do a recap with Lorena is just fantastic. We'll also show you um, a little bit of production and do some empanadas in the next segment. But right now I have to ask you, with all of that going on here, were you nervous? It was a mixed feeling, a lot of uh, nervousness, uh -huh. of course. Uh, I didn't know so much what to do, what, what my role was, but, um, and it was changing during yeah. the time. Uh, like 20 minutes before the, govern the governor, the vice president was here uh -huh. with everybody, I find out that I was kind of the moderator. Uh huh. Uh, so and you <laughs> oh, did so well. Really? 
did such a great job. You really did. I mean, it's well-spoken, articulate. You represented the um, not only the immigrant population, but the underserved population, and and just folks that that voice um, from. I mean, it spans from female to everybody inclusive is, and it gives me the chills again. You were right there for them, and you made people laugh. You made them think. You did everything that needed to be done, and you did it so gracefully. And I want to thank you because you, the first thing that you said you said is well spoken, and that's kind of my <laughs> my thing that I don't believe that. Uh-huh. And um, unless when you are nervous, uh-huh. and with people like that, you know, everything was uh, incredible. We were just here alone waiting for her, so everybody was sitting in the right place, and. It was kind of empty, only with one camera right there. So I said, oh, this is going to be easy. It's going to be basically between them, yeah. and that's it, and one camera, yeah. it will be great. Well, just two minutes before she come in, I see that that, open, that door opened, and like thousands of uh, uh, cameras, people, photographers, were in this area, one on top of the other, and then we were sitting there, and I was thinking that everything, okay, I have everything on control, but when I saw them all there, I blocked. <laughs> that was it. I completely, what is this? And two seconds later, just to come right there, she comes from the other side, yeah. and, and, and I was right there, so I said, okay, inside of myself, I said, if I need to dance, I will dance right now, and I start dancing, I yeah. mean, that's you did not. You started <laughs> dancing? In my mind. Oh, okay. In my oh, mind, now dancing. that would have been a hit right there. No, 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 dancing. no, no, no. But think about the, solem- uh, the similarities that you and Vice President Harris have. Um, amazing. I mean, immediately you must have had that natural attraction to each other because the stories, as much as they're different, they're very similar. What did that mean to you? It meant a lot because when I saw her, it's like seeing somebody, you know, with the strongest, powerful, um, with a lot of pride, yeah. a fighter, a gladiator, uh-huh. right in front of me. And I say, okay, I'm nothing different of this lady. Absolutely. I was exactly the same. Uh-huh. She's in front, she's in my house, uh-huh. and she's in front of somebody that uh, moved barriers and is here. Uh-huh. I left my country, left my family, I left m- a lot of my comfort zone where I can be moving very easy to be different, to make something and uh, basically all the same qualities in different positions but uh, she was there with me and it was a very good feeling and attraction. We were laughing together. The eye contact was incredible. I know that she was listening and absorbing, uh-huh. and that's so important. That is something that it doesn't happen so frequently Absolutely. with somebody. How many times you are sitting with somebody, you are talking, and you are just talking, yes. and maybe you are not in there. Yeah. She was there. Oh my goodness. She was that's there. Fantastic. And that's hear. a good feeling. Yeah. And more coming from a vice president. Sure. You want to be here. You don't want the. Right, you know, eyes and yeah, ready. What's the next appointment? Oh, exactly. Let's get oh, out of here. oh, okay. Yeah. Legos. No. Yeah, let's take a photo. That. Okay, are we done? Let's go. No, no, you wanted to be here. Yeah. And in the message is clear. They say very good that she, they are doing this tour to listen to businesses, mm-hmm. to listen to the suffer that we are mm-hmm. having, and I hope I did a good representation in the restaurant industry, 
for all of us, not just Maria Empanada, for everyone. No, you're an inspiration to us, the community, and, and everything small business. Truly, small business is not an easy, easy thing. And one of the things that I wanted to talk to you, well, first of all, are you guys text messaging each other? Back uh, we send some Instagram <laughs> really? pictures. Oh, oh, oh God, no. that, I bet <laughs> she is. She's probably underplaying it. Um, small business. And I, and I want to go back to the um, underdocumented and underserved community that are amongst us here in, in Colorado and beyond. It's a very hard thing to navigate trying to find assistance. You have done such an excellent job with Small Business Administration, Business Development Corp, Colorado Enterprise Fund. How did you, that was going to be very important and instrumental in your success to be able to gather resources. I think that there's a lesson to be learned for folks to say, you know what, there are resources for me too. I don't need to be afraid to find them. My, there may be a language barrier. How did you work through those obstacles, Lorena? That is a great question because I hope, um, I, I, you know, you learn from those steps. Mm -hmm. At the same time, you, you are in front of a lot of no's sure, at the same time. Sure. One thing that I hear from one of my very good mentors uh, is um, that you are going to be hearing always a no, mm -hmm. but the no cannot put you down. You need to continue looking for it. But this is something that I didn't understand at one point. Uh, in my country, if you go and request a loan in one bank and they tell you no, okay, it is a no, and that no stops right i mean universal no right it's a universal no but this good friend of mine who is argentinian too told me here is different if you go to one bank and they tell you no go to another one i said that's not possible i used to work in a bank i used to be a banker in argentina that's not possible mm -hmm. so he told me go and i follow what he said and i went to easily 12 or 15 banks and i always hear no until one say yes or I don't can help you, but there's this way that I can, you can get initially, and then I can help mm -hmm. you. So basically, the message in all this is don't stay, don't freeze because you have your first no. You're going to hear no's all your life. Or if you don't look the same as the banker, or sound the same as the banker, or even speak the same language as the banker, there are ways to go around those no's or those obstacles to be able to move forward. Yes. So now, there's a lot of opportunity through assistance right now, and other, either government or local municipalities that want to be able to help. What's the advice to somebody out there that's watching this podcast that says, I don't even know where to begin, Lorena, and I know that uh, VP Harris was here to talk about help is here. Well, help can be there and it can be right in front of your face, but if you can't identify it, you're not gonna get the help that you need. How would you navigate that right now? Let me take that. Let me put this as an example, okay? Okay. Basically, what we can see always is, is this, right? I mean, it's just this. This uh -huh. is what I know, yeah. this is who I know. Everybody's uh -huh. inside of my bucket. Yeah. But if you are right across right here, uh -huh. it's something that you don't see but it's very close to you, yes. that is already, already a miracle. Uh -huh. When a, a miracle doesn't need to be far away, it can be just a little yes. bit right next to you but you don't see it. Yes. So basically, in the way how I see this is exactly that. Don't be, don't be stopped or frozen by a no. Don't get just to, okay, if you tell me no on something, 
Okay, that's it. No, ask. Is anyone that you refer me to so great. to understand that can be handling this type of business or this kind of mm -hmm. uh, moment in my business? Where can I go for help? Right. What else can you tell me in addition that they know? So the know is inside of this, go farther than that. Yes. And it's right there. Uh -huh. That solution can be right in front of you with that simple questions. Just be curious and try to understand what is in the other side. We are in the United States of America. It's incredible all the support that you can have as a business owner, if you want to start a business, if you have questions with employees, how, how I do this, how do I get support in this? It is right there and it's affordable. It is ready for you. And trust me, I really believe that it's going to come more our way. The country needs us. We are businesses. The country needs us. And, uh, and we are here. So support is, more support is going to come. Look for a mentor. Look for somebody that talk. Listen to, to mm -hmm. podcasts mm -hmm. to get support. I mean. I do it all the time. I, and getting outside of your own knowledge base, right? Exactly. And a lot of times people feed on that insecurity to say, I'm going to look dumb or I should no. know the answer to that. And no. sometimes when you do yeah. hit that wall and you're talking with somebody, just open up the human side. Well, what would you do if yeah. you were me? Let me tap into your networking and knowledge base. Don't be afraid to do that. And let me tell you yeah. something, but you just said one very important point, okay. feeling dumb, you yeah. know, feeling I'm, I don't know enough. That's an, a stupid question. Mm -hmm. I have that all the, all the time. time and I have it because I do have another yeah. barrier that is the language. Uh -huh. I mean, yesterday, uh, even with the president, yeah. uh, uh, with the vice president, yeah. look, look at me talking about <laughs> with the madam vice president, things that I needed to learn. I was talking about a binder and I call it Biden. <laughs> and we were laughing about it. I said, hold on. Yeah, I told her, I told her, hold on. Biden, because <laughs> Biden is our is our president, so Binder is, is a Binder, right? <laughs> yeah, and the, right. they were laughing. Oh, so yeah, and when you said first gentleman, you had to oh. learn how to say that, and he goes, so did I. <laughs> I mean, what a moment that was, right? But can you see? And you have to resign to the silly, life is life, right? Life is life, so just have fun. So resign yourself to not knowing any everything, no. and resign yourself because that's how you claw yourself up, is to say, you know what, I don't know anything, but I'm going to dig in, and I'm going to ask as many questions to get yeah. answers to, and then that way the road takes you there on its own, right? Absolutely. Yeah. There's no, it's nothing that is measuring who is more dumb than the another one. I mean, what about if I will get close to you? And do, 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 do. Oh. Yeah. I might Why be good at talking, but I can't build you a garage, <laughs> which is fine. Exactly. You know, it's yes. fine that I can't yes. do that. Yes. Uh, and so as we move on in VP Harris here, along with Governor Polis, and really the Help Is Here tour, and th they're getting around. What, what was the real meaning to going around and connecting? Because I think that that was important for them to do. Um, what are your thoughts on that? I think it's a necessity of, of a lot of people um, to be uh, listened, mm -hmm. one of that, to understand that help is here. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, what I think is um, unity, right? Mm -hmm. Unity. Um, imagine this. I mean, an, an actor is not going to be a very good actor if it doesn't have a public, right? Mm -hmm. Right? If it doesn't Nobody have fans. Nobody, yeah. So it's they the need to work together. Yeah. 
one is not good without Not another. Other. Yeah. So this is the same. Perfect. Isn't it that the yeah. same? I mean, they are they are creating programs, support, but for who? Mm -hmm. I mean, if we are not in the other side sure. to receive it, why? I mean, what makes the difference? So they want. I think what they are looking for in this is unity. Mm -hmm. They want to un make us understand that w we they are here because we need them. Sure. And we and and we need them, but they we are here because they need us yeah, too. Absolutely. So that's that connection, yeah. right? Yin and yang, they need to fit together. And that's the type of unity that I'm talking about. Yeah. Forget about political parties sure. and all that. That's the type of unity that I'm, we are talking yeah. about. And I believe that that is a message and. And Trust me, I'm all in unity. It's needed so much right now, right? As I believe that we're healing from COVID, we're healing from politics, we're healing from so many things that have divided us and kept us apart, right? They call it social distancing, and now we're able to a little bit loosen up. But this past year, so we're talking about help is here, and I want to quantify or really um, understand what that help is in a moment. But let's rewind a year. It's a year ago almost to the day restaurants were shut down. Today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. You go, I've got employees. I've got five locations. I've got a lot of growth that I was doing. Is it all going to be pulled out from underneath me in one fail swoop? How am I going to survive? Some of the highlights from this past year of just, I had to peel back this many employees. I had to furlough twice. What were some of your obstacles this past year in order to keep Marie Empanada prune to that solid trunk and taking these branches that may needed to be cut back and you didn't want to, but you need to keep the trunk healthy. How'd you do that? Fantastic question. Uh, one of the obstacles I think is um, it was me frozen at what point. Mm -hmm. um, at one point I was uh, completely frozen, like probably everybody else, right? Uh, with so many, many uncertainty yeah. around, and um, I'm a, I'm a person that I w I'm always keep th I'm thinking. Oh, yeah. we should do this. We should uh -huh. do that. We should. That's me, right? Mm -hmm. No, everybody is like. So that. you were frozen with. But what do we do next? And you had to take in all kinds of information. And it was one point that I completely froze, and it wasn't me. So really, I didn't know. Oh, that's and I, scary. It was scary because I didn't know who was that person yeah. and uh, and it was a very challenging, challenging moment, yeah. you know, family, um, not knowing how do we use yeah. this, what? I mean, it's forever, thinking that the future is dead. So probably all that, one of the big challenge was me being me again. Oh, yes. And that was, uh, that took a few months, <laughs> but I, but I find out how to accommodate with that. At the same time, at that moment, I did have a I do have a fantastic team. You know that. Yes. I do have a fantastic team. They, who know me, who knew me, who knows me, yeah. they know that. Come on, Lore, you. Yeah. We can do this. Don't worry. Relax. We can talk. We can talk about this. And in the side of the business, they they start taking action. You know, they start taking action because I was dead. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And uh, the way is finding out what we were missing. I mean, we were missing technology. We were not in, in online platforms. We were not in uh, delivery systems. Mm -hmm. it, it came in the wrong time, mm -hmm. you know? So 
my dream and one of the things that blocked me is that my dream was coming down like like this yeah. you know so but the team was the one that put all, everything in motion now isn't that interesting because i think of all of us as a radio tower that gives off energy and frequencies and oh, so often that. there are the very large radio towers you're a very large radio tower. Yes. What that means is people draw energy from you all the time and if you couldn't refine yourself, you had no energy to give and what's interesting is they started giving energy back to you. You know what? I love the way how you said and I will take it now as uh, my visual mentoring thing because it's exactly that. What happens when you cannot transmit yes. the buena onda? Yes. In my case, those are good vibes, yeah, right? Yeah. Those are, we are Buena Onda and that's our uh, legacy and that's our theme. But what happens when we cannot give it away? Buena Onda, of course, good vibe. There you go. And you needed that back, which because Maria Empanadas, nothing without Lorena. And Lorena needs to be charged and ready to go with inspiration. So you found that inspiration with your family and or your employees, which are your family too, right? Absolutely. And you had to make some heartbreaking decisions just like everybody else. I have to put you on the bench. I have to sit you down. And I don't want to do that, but this is what has to happen. That clarity comes to a point of like, oh my goodness, this is reality. I have to do this. How are you rebuilding from that lowest point now? Um, You've got the technology stuff in place, which I love because you probably wouldn't have address, addressed that at all. It probably will take right. a little bit long time, yeah, correct? To do that. I think it does, I love your questions. Uh, I think is what happened is that um, every, uh, once you see that uh, your vibe is absolutely down, uh, you're basically you're touching the floor, yeah. right? You are you can't yeah. be lower. Unfortunately, bad things happen uh -huh. for a reason, yes. right? So even that one year ago, I was in this chair, probably in uh, one of these tables, uh -huh. laying off people uh -huh. one by one. Ooh, yeah, it was a horrible moment. Mm -hmm. It's hard to see it at that time, mm -hmm. but today I can tell you that it was a good moment, a good vibe at the same time. Yes. Because if I didn't do that, the company will not survive. And after three months, I could not give the call, say, hey, are you still available? Yeah. Come back to your family. We are here waiting for you. Yeah. You know, so at that moment, it was a completely bad news, yeah. but with good intention sure. for the future. I call that pruning the tree. You take all the branches that are suffering at that point in time, and it's tough to get rid of the growth of that tree. But if that trunk is not healthy, if that trunk isn't getting the nutrients that it needs, it will never grow the branches again. Exactly. And at that moment, you don't see it. No. But you see it a few months yeah. later or, or a year yeah. later. Yeah. Today, 80% of that people are already working with us. And they, it came all the same faces. The same faces That's were great. waiting they for my call yeah. and they came back. If I will not react like that, uh -huh. or we will not react sure. like that, maybe we are not in that, we are not, I'm not telling you the same story. Yeah. And so here we come full circle one year later. And that's what I love about springtime. To me, it signifies growth and a rebirth and um, just life. And I love life and I love moving forward. And that's what I see. Boy, 
if you could have, think of the strength, that, and you probably, if you knew this, you probably wouldn't have been as strong knowing, but one year later, knowing that VP Kamala Harris was going to be here with help oh gosh. talking to you, you didn't know those things, no. and you didn't know the uncertainty, but yeah. what a payoff. Wow. What a, I mean, fairy tale story, right? Yes. Yeah. Ah, you just make me. It's Ooh. true, it's true. Yes. So, yes. perseverance, yes. hard work, dedication, yes. determination, yes. Those are the things that happen to good people that do good things. It's the inevitable end for anything else. And that's what I really wanted to bestow upon people today with our conversation is don't give up, persevere. No. There persevere. is light at the end of the tunnel here. So now, what does help is here mean to you? Are you in a position to where you can not only resume but maybe possibly grow? I want to see you grow. I I want to see myself grow too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not just for the idea of growth and capitalism and all that kind of things. It's uh, I I I always mention this. I came to this country because I, it was hard for me and my family in my original country to find uh, jobs. Right? Mm -hmm. I mean to develop to enjoy a movie. You're going to say creating jobs is and real creating and jobs. creating more family and yeah. spreading more influence. That's what I would that's expect you to say, Lorena. I need to tell you, that's one of the things that makes me happy. Yeah. Lorena. When I arrive here and I hear the ladies or, or, or whoever is working, the guys, everybody laughing. Sometimes I hear with a meeting and I hear all the kitchen laughing. What did owner think at that time? Everybody will say, oh, yeah. nobody's working yeah. there. This is a, <laughs> this is a festival, right? <laughs> I actually, I stop yeah. with who I am and I melt. And I say, uh, did you hear that? <laughs> That's what I want. I want to work for you. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. So we come full circle again to we're going to go back and see some production. You're going to do some play-by-play. -play. We get to watch a couple of things. What are we going to make? I look at us, whatever you want. Okay, no, we're gonna whatever you want to show <laughs> us. So there it is. How many years ago? About eight years ago that you were in the kitchen making it for your friends and family. Yes, almost. No, ten actually. Ten, oh my god, ten, ten years ago. Eight with the business. Yes. Twenty years you've been here. Twenty years. Yes. Twenty years already. I know. What would this country be without people like Lorena Cantora VC? Did I get it right? You say it right. <laughs> I love you. For the first All time. Right. Elbow bump. Elbow what a great bump. interview. Mwah. That was fantastic. Thank you so much. Love you Thank so you much. Thank you so much. Okay, Thank we're going to head back into the kitchen. Stick around. It is the St. Patrick's Day. It's March 17th. Thank you so much. Live from Maria Empanada. We'll be right back in a flash. Hey. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? This is Brother Luck from Lucky Dumpling, 4 by Brother Luck in Colorado Springs, and I am rocking with the Modern Eater. You're watching them, you're tasting them, you're knowing everything there is to know about Colorado. <laughs> Hi, Charlie from Brews Beers here. Our new Belgian Abbey 4-pack is a mixed package of the four core beers made in Abbey and Trappist breweries in Belgium. So we have a single, a double, a triple, and a quadruple in one package. Now, quadruples are the emperors of Belgian monastery ales. They're dark in color uh, with a dense tan head and alcohol ranging from 8 to 12%. So they're pretty strong. Quadruples are very rich and complex with big maltiness, uh, spice, and flavors of raisins, cherries, and plums. Alcohol is apparent in the mouthfeel, but not overwhelming. Uh, even at 10.5% ABV. So the finish is long, complex, and dry, 
and they're great beers anytime, by themselves or with hearty foods. Pick up your Abbey Four Pack at either Brews location, 67th and Pecos, or at Colfax and York, and at fine liquor stores throughout the Denver metro area. Take home some Belgian-style badassery today. Strohauer Farms and I'm just here to remind you that the best potatoes are grown here in Colorado. Goodness elevated. Thanks for watching the Modern Eater Show. <laughs> hey Zach Ryder here, Colorado Mills Sunflower Products out of Lamar, Colorado. Your only local source grown from a local crop to produce a local oil for local chefs. You can find it at Shamrock Foods, What Chefs Want, Seattle Fish Company. Uh, let me try it one more time, then we'll see. Hey, restaurants, we're glad you're reopening from Colorado Mills Sunflower Oil. We'll see you soon. <laughs> First, we partner with the best farmers in the world, and then we tell them, we will take it all. Process whole spices daily, blend custom spices to order, keep it fresh, safe, and flavorful, all so that you can get back to doing what you do best. So whether you're a restaurant, a food manufacturer, or an at-home cook, be sure to visit The Spice Guy at www.thespiceguyco.com. Hey, Modern Eater fans. I'm Don Trobo with The Annex by Art at Mills, and I just wanted to give you a heads up about some of the great things we've got going on locally in the state. We're headquartered right here, and we're working with farmers in the San Luis Valley to bring you amazing Colorado quinoa. It's just like the South American stuff, but grown locally. We've got transitional wheat flour that's grown by farmers in Colorado and surrounding states who are in the process of, of turning their fields into organic. So we're taking that transitional wheat and turning it into flour, and now it's available for you to cook and bake with. And last but not least, we're now cleaning grain berries in Denver. So things like spelt or wheat berries uh, or pearl barley, those are things that we're now doing right here locally and are available to you. Can't wait to share it with you. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jeff Nations from Aspen Baking Company. It's really important right now to support local. That's why I support the Modern Eater. Now, back to the show. Hello, welcome back. This is fantastic. At Maria Empanada in the production facility. Oh, They're getting ready baby. to go. Lorena's here with us. I got to tell you, this is a really cool place to be. The amount of empanadas that come out of here, they will feed you and your family. And I'd say come and get some because it's as fresh as it can possibly be. And we're at the Broadway location today. Lorena revisits us. Hi, Lorena. Hola. I know. It's a little different than 10 years ago when you were in your kitchen. Yes. This is a well-oiled machine. And here we yes. go. Oh, man. First of all, Good luck with this one. <laughs> all right. tell us what an empanada is. Uh, an empanada is a pastry yes. that we make, uh, has different type of uh, fillings yep. inside, uh, different flavors, you uh. can combine, it is absolutely fantastic. What's a traditional filling? Uh, a traditional filling can be, uh, I mean, steak, mm -hmm. of course, or ground beef, chicken, corn, spinach, those are very, very traditional Argentinian flavors. And so, 
Americans have a little different taste. Like we want some ham and cheese. We want all kinds of different I stuff. Know. So what? Oh what are some? Uh, uh, what? Did, what did you add to your repertoire? What did you add? Well, actually, it's coming out right oh now. Oh my God! Let me show you. This is fantastic. Oh my Ay, goodness! Qué rico. Check this out. Let me get out of the way. Let me take this. This one is called Sierra. It's a new flavor. Oh, you guys need to try. Oh my goodness! Um, it is based, actually, um, name as uh, my father's place where he used to live. Sierra is like a little hill, and it was so beautiful place in Cordoba, in Argentina, and it has a smoky flavor because he used to cook a lot in mm -hmm. smoke, and. Uh, it is it is incredible. Oh you need God. to try it. But Fresh it's with chicken. It's with chicken. This that's one, with chicken. Okay? Yes. Oh, that it one is with smells chicken. so. I wish I could describe all of the flavors and smells. See, sí, see, sí, oh, muy rica. So good. You will love it. Can I have a plate? Is that okay? So, but we need to wait a little bit because they're hot. It will be really burn your fun. mouth. But you know, in the meantime, that I have right here one. I will show you if you want. I would love to see. Okay, let's do it. So this is um, kind of like a, a twist that you do in the empanadas. Hold on, I'm not in a right place. It's a twist that you are doing in the empanadas. And that is the most traditional uh, closure or oh, what we call repulgue. Well, this time they're a little bit dry, that's why it's coming this way. But basically, it's a very traditional closure, and always this represents the beef ones, okay? Oh, okay. So if you go to Argentina and you see something like this, it will be with meat for Got sure. Got it, got it. And probably it's going to be ground beef, so what oh. we call criolla. So every single club. So the twist has to do with the filling. Yes. Whoa. Claro. Boom. Claro. Like for uh, example. Show me Jose, another twist. Jose, me mostras una jamón y queso, por favor. Can I see one? Can you bring me one? No, dámela, dámela, sí. Eso. Check this out. This is jamón cheese, and this is what Kamala ate yesterday. Is it really? Yeah, jamón cheese, and she loved it by it's the way. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, so this is particularly only for the Sierra, okay? So we created this uh, this flavor and uh, and this shape. Can you see how beautiful and artisanal it is? Oh my goodness! There you go. I can eat all. Yes, you will. You will, I promise you. <laughs> you you, you, you really can like and it. you will. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I, s I see a little thing over there. Uh, Victor, can we show this on the wall there? Yeah. Look at that. Describe some of those different stylings, if you would. Well, as you can see, there's uh, probably our uh, part of our portfolio of the empanada flavors. Uh, and in addition, uh, the, the repulgues, right? The closure, that's the ham and cheese, the Argentina. The caprese. So th these closures would represent this in your mind. By seeing that, you know what's inside of it. In my country, you'll do that. <laughs> you will know what is in there. Exactly. Of course, there's a lot of things that are creation of us, right? Particularly uh -huh. for us. But mostly the meats uh, are kind of the same way. The ham and cheese is always this way in Argentina, for example. Some very interesting shapes that you have here. Uh, this one's very striking. Yes, the Flor de Maria. That's and then look, what's flavor. up with this one right here? 
Oh, the messy. I love that one. That one has a, a sweet um, a butternut squash, excuse me, corn. It has red peppers. It's very good one, that one. Which one's your favorite? Oh, I, I switch a little bit. Are they the like flavors. children? You can't. The, but now I am with the Sierra flavor because it's a new one. So basically I'm having every single day this one. Um, we just brought it up on the menu like, uh, what, like uh, three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And um, and it's fantastic. So at Marie Empanada, is all that you sell empanadas? Or can you sit down and get a steak dinner? No, no steak. We yeah. are good at what you would do. But yeah. we do empanadas and we do tortillas. Do you really? Tortillas, the Spanish side of the tortilla that is basically like a cake. Uh-huh. Uh, that is uh, gluten-free, uh -huh. and it is with potatoes, sweet onions, and organic eggs. That's the base, but uh -huh. we do it also with the spinach. So I have to try that one. You need to that, try that the tortilla. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. Now, this looks like it would be very good for dessert flavorings, too, pastry style. Sí. Do you do claro. any dessert stuff? Sí, banana with Nutella. Uh-huh. Ooh, boy, that sounds good. <laughs> Already, right? If you know, you I got know. You, I got you in that one. Yeah, already. if you know, you know. And uh, the other one that we make is pears in marsala. And the future, of course, yeah. we will bring more flavors into that. Is there any more innovation left? Have you done it all? Or is there more no, to learn? Is there more to goodness, do? Oh, my goodness, no. What, can you tell this us something? This is just the beginning. Just the beginning. What yeah. Can you give us a peek inside of Lorena's head? And what are you working on next? We are working in some variations of uh, um, um, flavors and some variation of products very soon. Cool. I promise I'll keep you posted for that. Now she'll tell us. I know you will. Now, other folks, and we talked about innovation and technology, are you inside of grocery stores yet? Can you get these things? <laughs> can you order it online? What are some of the ways that you people can, can get your empanada? You can order online. Yeah. Uh, you can uh, go to our website, mariaempanada.com, and do some online ordering. Uh, you can come and pick up. You can do curbside. Uh, or you can just give us a call also. Always will be a friendly person talking on you. Uh, behind and be able to take any questions. Um, I encourage you to do it. And also, I don't know if it can be possible, but I know you buyers from Natural Grocers Watch and King Supers. I don't even know if she can handle it, but knock down their doors and say, we need to get you inside the grocery stores <laughs> right here. I'd appreciate it. Go with Kamala Harris. <laughs> She'd like that too. Okay, we got to get out of your kitchen because work needs to be done. Yes. I have to thank you for your time today. Take this. That's coming with us? Of course. All my oh, yeah. day. You don't oh, get yeah. any of that. <laughs> I have to thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Uh, Le uh, Lorena Cantorvisi. I know. Oh I'll never God. get it wrong no, again. I'll never, never get it wrong again. Uh, Victor, for making this possible. Thank you. Got to thank Jay Parker as well. Coming up next, we're going to teleport back to the studio. And Miss Sonia Riggs, the president and CEO oh, of the Colorado I Restaurant. Oh, I love She's next. Sonia. Really? Yeah, she's coming up next on the show. Sonia's going to give us an update on restaurants one year later. Where are we going? Sonia's going to tell you. That's next on the Modern Eater Show. Bye-bye. <laughs> I love the laugh. <laughs> like right now? Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's Kyle Mindenhall. I'm talking with uh, my good friends from the Modern Eater Show. Keep supporting them. There's a lot of good stuff happening.
We started Meridium Spirits because we love the way that spirits and cocktails can bring people together to socialize, to bond, to have conversations. Well, right now we've got some big conversations to have. Coop Vodka and Coop Gin are available at liquor stores across the metro area, but if you can't find us or would like to have us behind your bar or at your restaurant, send us an email, info at meridiumspirits.com. We know things are a little different these days, but think of us the next time you're planning a virtual happy hour or a socially distant picnic. And keep an eye on our social media, Coop by Meridium, for all the latest and greatest. Hey guys, it's Caroline Glover. I'm the chef owner of Annette out at Stanley Marketplace. Citrus is about to be in its prime. I just want to thank everybody for showing so much support to small local restaurants in this really hard time. And you're watching the Modern Eater Show. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Okay, welcome back to Wednesday. It is March 17th and happy St. Patrick's Day. What a fantastic way to go support a local restaurant and bar today. Uh, St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day and be safe. Coming right up is Sonia Riggs, uh, President and CEO of the Colorado Restaurant Association. We're going to kind of get the state of the state one year later, a, a year and a day. And uh, Sonia's coming right up. But I have to thank and hope you enjoyed that interview with uh, Lorena Cantorovici, um, meeting with the Vice President Kamala Harris yesterday. And, and boy, what great insights we got from that. Uh, now, welcome to the show. Her name is Sonia Riggs. She is the president and CEO of the Colorado Restaurant Association. And Sonia, last year at this time, we were actually together. It was a few days before the shutdowns, and we were here in Studio Kitchen doing a show. You got a couple of emails on your phone. And I think one of the first was uh, Sam's number three had indicated that they'd be shutting down. A glimpse of what was going on last year this time. Well, I mean, a year ago today, we were, um, it was the first day that restaurants were shut down for indoor dining. So we had found out the day before, which was uh, obviously extremely short notice and people were really scrambling to, to figure out what to do with their perishables and, uh, and what to do with their employees and figuring out how, to, how they were going to make ends meet. So it was a, it was a tough start to a, a very challenging year. It was an interesting time. It left a pit in everybody's stomach. It was the uncertainty. And here it is one year later as we've all kind of navigated together. I'd say if there's one thing that we learned, we learned the resiliency of restaurants. We learned the meaning of community. And we really learned how to bond together and figure out those pivot points and what worked best. And leading that uh, charge was the Colorado Restaurant Association. Your, past, your work this past year with you and your team, it's, it's been... Uh, fantastic and, and unmatchable. We have to thank you for that. Well, thank you. We've been doing everything we can to try to try to keep restaurants afloat and, and provide them the information they, that they need to navigate through this crisis. Information has been key. And that's exactly what you, your mission has been to dig up as much information as possible to keep people updated and connected. With that, we still have to beat the drum. The work is not over. Uh, obviously, there's still a lot to do, and, and I don't know, I'd like to say we're in a rebuilding uh, process. Would you concur? Well, not quite yet. Um, while, while I feel like there is a light at the end of the tunnel, restaurants won't really be able to start fully recovering until we're up at 100% capacity. In fact, um, most restaurants have said to us that 75% is where they need to be in order to um, be able to really survive um, in, the, in the medium term. So uh, we're anxious to, to see more restrictions um, lifted, hopefully in the coming months. 
Oh boy, that'd be a blessing. So right now we're going to go through a few things um, just to kind of get people up to speed. And, and uh, I think it's been a little while since you've been on, so I know our audience appreciates your time today. Let's start out with this. I know a lot of operators, restaurant operators and restaurant tours, are very anxious to get their staff vaccinated. Um, think about these folks that have been dealing day after day after day, um, unprotected from the guests that are in the restaurants. And a vaccinated crew would be a great thing to have. Can you tell us a little bit about vaccinations and when they could be expected? Well, um, the 1B4 phase is, is expected to begin this Friday. And, and from what we hear, um, employees can begin signing up today to at least get on the waiting list for vaccinations. We've been sending information out via our email. We'll certainly be um, posting information on our website. But they can go on to, you know, one of the local hospitals. They can look at, um, you know, King Supers, Safeway, Walgreens, those websites as well. Um, they can find all of that information actually on the um, Colorado.gov website under the COVID-19 uh, information and resources. And then, like I said, we'll also continue to push that information out as we have it. But we do encourage people to go on and, and try to get signed up now. I do want to say that in addition to that, there are going to be some mass vaccination clinics around the state. Um, as we know those, uh, we will also be sending those out to, to anybody who wants to get the information. They can uh, go onto our website at, at corestaurant.org and, and um, sign up to get our emails. Oh, fantastic. And that's something that you should do. Uh, regardless for information from the Colorado Restaurant Association. So as far as the vaccination goes, are, is there any documentation that's needed to show that you work for a restaurant? What, what are the things that- Well, it depends on the scenario. In some cases, they're asking for a letter from your employer. Um, in some cases, they're asking employers to go ahead and just sign up their employees um, to, to um, get vaccinated. So there's a variety of options um, and some cases may not ask for anything. So I, I'd say um, inquire with the place that you're going to get vaccinated and see what they're looking for. And we can certainly you know, help be a resource as, as we learn more, especially for these mass vaccination clinics. Absolutely. You touched momentarily on the testing, the free vaccination kits. Um, how can people acquire those? So the testing kits, um, we've actually been uh, working with the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, and they are going to be offering 2 million rapid um, Binax at-home testing kits for, for um, Coloradans to use. And, and restaurant employees are one of the eligible categories that they're allowing to use these kits. So we did send some information about this out last night, um, but it's something that while you're waiting to get vaccinated, because remember, for some folks, you know, we've got 2.5 million people in this category, if you consider all of the essential workers and, and, and adults over the age of 50 um, that are in phase 1B4. So uh, while you're waiting to get vaccinated, if you uh, make sure that you're continuing to test regularly to make sure that you don't have COVID, that's something that can certainly help as well. Um, you can find more information, on, again, on colorado.gov on their uh, COVID-19 Resource Center. Fantastic. Okay, I know capacity, we touched on that for just a moment there. It's, it's a very big thing, but also a little bit confusing. You bounce around from the, the dial and colors and, and you go in and out. Blue, where are we right now in different counties? What should we know about capacity? Well, most counties are, are in either yellow or blue at this point, which is certainly um, heading in the right direction. Numbers are staying relatively stable in Colorado. We've, we've been monitoring them carefully. Um, and, um, you know, I, I'm 
the, the other good news I want to say is that the governor recently changed some of the requirements within each level. For example, last call was um, pushed pushed out an additional two hours in, in um, yellow and blue, for example. Um, so yellow folks in the yellow category can now stay open until 1 a.m. for their last call times. And, and um, if you're in blue, you can um, go back to regular hours, which are uh, until 2 a.m. So, you know, that was certainly a step in the right direction. Um, we are hearing from the governor's office that hopefully in the in the coming months here, they're looking at taking the distance social distancing levels down from six feet to three feet. And you know what, we've also been seeing some information come out from the CDC saying that that may be acceptable as well. So we're, we're real hopeful um, as far as that goes. Fingers crossed on that. Um, seemingly a lot of great news, but is there a chance that we could go backwards? Well, I mean, certainly I wish I could predict the future. There, there always is. I've been hearing um, that some, some places in Europe are, are you know, starting to see, uh, you know, resurgence. So we'll be watching it closely. Uh, my understanding is from what I've read about the vaccines is that they're uh, right now uh, covering some of the, you know, variants as well. So hopefully we'll keep our fingers crossed that as more of us get vaccinated, we'll be in a, in a better place. Yeah, moving forward is really what we would all like to see. Uh, I know by d visiting a lot of my friends and folks in the restaurant industry, there's a real buzz of, uh, opportunity and thankfulness that there is light at the end of the tunnel right now. So all of these things that we're talking about are seemingly great news. We talk about liquor, uh, I'm sorry, last call. You touched on that shortly, and I know there are guys that we hear from like uh, Chris Fuselet and, and Mark Burzins, kind of bar-related uh, business, and that's a big deal to them. But to, for the opportunity and, and a lot of service industry folks and, and other people too, the opportunity to drink past 10 p.m., um, that's been something that they've really wanted to see for a while. Are, we're there, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, we're certainly happy that, you know, that, that, that the governor did move last fall um, to, to later, you know, two hours later, basically. But, um, you know, it, it has been something that we've been hearing for a while is these folks that are, you know, not just in the restaurant industry, but in other places that they get off of work, uh, you know, at 10, 10 o'clock and, and, you know, they, they don't have an opportunity to, to, to socialize safely, right? And in an environment where you've got trained people that are serving you um, and making sure that they're not over serving you. So I think that, you know, we're excited to see now not only giving um, an opportunity for folks to dine later, and especially as, as we see, you know, various sporting events happen that people want to want to stay later and enjoy some good food and, and some some uh, fun drinks uh, that now they can do so in a little bit more um, spread out fashion rather than everything being condensed into a shorter time period. Yeah, I wouldn't know anything about that. I'm sawing logs at 10 o'clock at night. So um, good for the folks that are able to do that. I know that's a, a very important piece to people being able to actually uh, live a somewhat normal life and go to some of their favorite places to go to. Um, cool. Moving on to liquor to go. Now that just seemed to be kind of a dream scenario, especially um, for folks that wanted that and, and to support restaurants as well. Is that something that's going to fade into the distance as, as regulations seem to loosen here? Well, we're hoping that um, that House Bill 1027, um, which is being heard right now in the state legislature, will pass, which would extend the alcohol to go and delivery for restaurants for another five years. Uh, so, you know, we're feeling, you know, it's got bipartisan support. We're feeling um, hopeful about it. But I think that's something that that we'd obviously like to see. 
Um, but I, I want to say this, you know, in a recent survey, when we talked to restaurants, about 93% of those that responded said that they were making additional revenue um, from alcohol to go and, and for delivery. We've seen people do, you know, fun cocktail and wine pairings with their meals. Um, and it's been, it's been a, you know, real help for those, as, you know, for those restaurants that were really, really struggling, which are, as you know, are especially our full service, you know, mom and pop local neighborhood gems that have been the hardest hit. This has been a, a real, you know, significant help for them over the last year. So it's something that, you know, we're hearing it's going to take, you know, three to five years for restaurants to recover. This is something that could certainly help them in doing so. And, and by the way, we're not seeing it hurt liquor stores at all. Liquor stores are doing just fine, and I think it's widely known that that they've had a, a pretty good year over the last year. I was going to ask you that in the same sentiment about uh, opposition to it. Has it turned out to be fairly responsible? Have people behaved behave themselves and utilized that in the best way possible rather than um, maybe be a detriment to society? Absolutely. You know, remember that, that restaurants are required to steal those containers before you take them away, right? Which is similar in what you purchase in a liquor store is a sealed container. Um, and, and restaurants have been, have been following the law doing that. You know, they are required by law to serve people safely, to not sell you something to go when you are intoxicated, um, and to make sure that it's in a sealed container so it cannot be tampered with, um, and, you know, until you're ready to open it and, and it's not something you can hide by opening it and then, and then closing it again. So, uh, you know, I, I think it's worked well. And like I said, it's not only provided a, a, an additional source of revenue for these really hard hit businesses, but, you know, the public likes it as well. In a, in a poll that we took last year, um, 85% of adults over the age of 21 said that they were in favor of allowing for alcohol to go in delivery for restaurants. So it's, it's got a lot of public support, certainly. There is a nonprofit um, arm to the Colorado Restaurant Association and the Colorado Restaurant Foundation and the Angel Relief Fund. Um, just the work that's been done, and I remember almost a, um, a year ago when we put together the, um, the COVID relief with the foundation here at Studio Kitchen. What a powerful moment that was. Um, but the money that is raised has been so helpful to the community. Um, could you talk a little bit about the Angel Relief Fund right now and what the offerings may be for folks? Yeah, so the Angel Relief Fund has been actually around for several years prior to COVID. And it's something, it's a program that offers emergency assistance grants to workers in the, in the restaurant industry. Um, in over the last year, we've given away about two and a half million dollars to employees that have been um, unemployed or underemployed due to COVID uh, and or have actually, uh, you know, gotten diagnosed with COVID. So traditionally, these grants are for emergencies like, you know, somebody has an accident or they need to get emergency surgery. But we expanded the program in 2020 to help with the COVID, um, the, the COVID pandemic. You know, one of the things that we're really excited to announce is that we are working with the city and county of Denver, and they have recently uh, given the Angel Relief Fund a little bit more than $800,000 to give money to um, workers in not only the restaurant industry, but also the hotel industry who have been either unemployed, underemployed, or have been diagnosed with COVID. So, you know, that that's open right now, and people can either go onto our website um, to find out more about it, corestaurant.org. Uh, or, or we're also sending out information to the restaurant community through our emails uh, every day. But they can get up to a thousand dollar grant, and um, you know it's something that that we we've been getting a lot of positive feedback from 
from folks that are in the industry, want to stay in the industry and have just been struggling due to due to the effects of the pandemic over the last year. A lot of industry folks watch this program and I'm sure they appreciate that information and look into it again. Could you please uh, uh, direct them to where they need to go? Yeah, so they can find out information on any of these programs and links to them at corestaurant.org. Fantastic. Uh, happy St. Patty's Day. What do you prefer, Reuben, or do you like the corned beef and cabbage? <laughs> I, I do love cabbage. I'm actually a big cabbage fan. Are you really? Okay. I am. Mm -hmm. Are you preparing that uh, traditional meal this evening? Yeah, I may order in. You, <laughs> you know, I am. I do work for the Restaurant Association. So. Yeah, go for the restaurants one. Speaking of that, what was the last great? Um, I remember speaking to you briefly last night. You don't. I know you don't like to name favorites, but. You were ordering takeout last night as well. We got takeout from Comida um, last night and over in Stanley Marketplace, and it was terrific. It was We really enjoyed it. So. It was good stuff. Yeah. Thanks for coming yeah. on the show. We appreciate you as always and look forward to checking up with you next time with more great news, Sonia. All right. Thank you. Yeah, you bet. Sonia Riggs, Colorado Restaurant Association, president and CEO and friend of the show. Um, we are going to throw it to break right now. What a great show that we've had thus far and uh, just powerful. Again, some exciting things going on on this St. Patrick's Day. And uh, stick around. We'll be right back. The Modern Eater Show will continue. Hey, you guys. Jay here with The Modern Eater Show. Thanks for watching. Don't forget about our YouTube and Instagram channels. A lot of killer content over there. Throw us a subscribe on YouTube. Throw us a follow on Instagram. And thank you for supporting TME. We couldn't do this without our amazing sponsors, so let's check them out right now. Very proud to be part of the, the Modern Eater and uh, chefs, restaurant owners, any food service operators. You know, I know right now that uh, delivery and carry out is bigger than ever and we got you covered. Uh, Cambro uh, has a full line of uh, delivery and carry out items. More economical options are expanded polypropylene or EPP, a uh, nice insulated container. Uh, the Procard Ultra is really versatile. It's a great unit because you can actually store cold products down here, hot products up here. It's all 120, there's no refrigeration worries. It's all thermodynamics. Just let us know what your food service challenges are, what it is we can do to help you out, and there isn't anything that we can't do for you. So uh, hope to see you over here at our facility in Park Hill soon and uh, stay safe out there. You know everybody, with several million dollars of hard assets here, insurance is very, very important to us. Ewing Levitt covers it all. Machinery, building, workman's comp. Ewing Levitt's got us covered from the floor to the ceiling, from our alley, even to the street. This divider, this press, my cooling conveyor, my oven. Ow, ow! Ewing Levitt covers our counter stacker and our employees too. If you need insurance, take it from Little Rich at Rockalitas. Call Ewing Levitt, they'll get you covered. go home. I strip down to my skivvies. All right, here we go. I got it. I got it. I got it. Hey, everybody. Steve Gould from Golden Moon Distillery and Golden Moon Speakeasy. When I get my cocktails to go from Golden Moon Speakeasy, I go home, I kick back, and I watch The Modern Eater. Skivvies. Hey, I'm a Marine. It's skivvies, man.
All right, back to the show in just a second. But before that, it is time. It is time for bread. Aspenbaking.com. Say it with me. Aspenbaking.com. For the freshest bread in the city, you guys, Aspen Baking's been doing it since 1994. No matter what your bread needs, they've got you covered. Order online, Amazon Fresh, or order direct, right? Aspenbaking.com. Ask Jared Leonard over there with uh, the Budlong Hot Chicken. He uses their stuff. He loves it. Snarfs, they're using aspenbaking.com too you should too our buddy uh uh, chef noah siebenaller down in colorado springs he uses all their stuff that's the only bread he uses in there i'm telling you guys aspenbaking.com is where you go to find the most delicious bread in the city but you're not going to find chemicals you're not going to find artificial coloring and they're not going to freeze it on you they don't do that they only do it the right way and they've been doing it for a long time aspenbaking.com right now I love your enthusiasm for bread, Jay. You know, the best of the best, AspenBaking.com. And welcome back to a Wednesday. It is March 17th, St. Patty's Day. It's a little bit different today, obviously, but what a great opportunity to support your local restaurant and bar. I know they sure would appreciate that and dig into some corned beef and maybe custom corned beef, which you've seen on this show. Uh, wow, it's already shaped up to be a good week, but Friday coming up, Jay, we've got some big stuff going on. We're going to head down. we got a little road trip that we're going to do. Myself and Jay, we're heading to Eads, Colorado. It's outside of Lamar, Colorado. And on our way down, uh, we're going to take a small detour to see our friend uh, Chef Brother Luck at 4 by Brother Luck and see what's going on with him. We've got some great things. A a lot of people are trying to shed that COVID-20, you know, get 20 pounds off your body. And and, uh, just as things open back up, it's it's almost like everybody's getting out of a a little personal jail that we've been in. And um, it's really cool to see folks just uh, getting back out there and doing things in a very safe manner. And, and Brother Luck's got some ideas of some of that comfort food that you were having. It can still be comfortable, Jay, but it doesn't have to have that caloric intake. There are some substitution, easy substitutions that you can make without um, you know, overloading your body with all the stuff that we love so much. It's so hard. It's so hard to, to yeah. eat. Right, it man. Is. It's just... We did the cleanse with Nurture. We did. And, um, that I really... did three days, but you, you went I did long seven haul. and wanted to do more, yeah. which, um, again, I encourage you to just kind of press that reset button and get your, your, your flora, your gut, your center uh, nice and healthy so that you can build onto it, but a l- just a little bit better habits. And Brother Luck, he's been chiseling away at it too. I'm looking forward to catching up with him because l- let's face it, Jay, you know, I love all the fried foods. I love all the carbs. I love all the sugars and fats and everything. But, wh- you know, what do you need? What do you not need? How do you get yourself the the nutrients and the vitamins and minerals that you need? And so, uh, Well, just start from here, which is, Whatever you're consuming right now, technically you need, you know, probably three quarters less than that as far as your body to operate. You enjoy a little bit more. Or how do you have the same amount of food, but it's going to be a little bit better for you and tastes good too. Me, I, I'm a pattern guy. I'm a habit guy. So a lot of the habits that I get into are hard to get out of. So a perspective from a guy like Brother Luck who can say, well, hey, substitute this for this you're still going to have that same amount of food and delicious flavor, but this is going to be a lot better for you. And, and Brother Luck, he's really good at uh, getting people to think outside the box. He is that. Two pounds, two pounds of pasta versus two pounds of snow peas is a little bit different. Well, you think about some of this. Uh, it's like pizza. I, I want pizza to be pizza in all of its glory, 
right? Mm. But I've had uh, like a cauliflower crust. Would that turn you off or would you try it? Me first? Oh, I, I don't. I love cauliflower. I'll do cauliflower <laughs> crust all day long. You would. Sure. I'll do a cauliflower pizza. All right. The whole thing. All right. Uh, Emily Griffith, Culinary Quick Start. You're looking at the, the kitchen right here and above us, Elevation Food Service reps, who a great sponsor of the Modern Eater Show and just the, the supporters of that. Um, you need to check them out at elevationfs.com. And what you'll see is the Ultimate Chef's Playground. We thought the studio kitchen uh, had everything a chef needs. <laughs> Tell you what, go to Elevation Food Service reps. And uh, their kitchen is open for you guys in the service industry. Chefs, you want to go play around on the latest and greatest equipment at the Elevation Food Service Reps. In this kitchen right here, Monday through Thursday, in the evenings, it's Emily Griffith Culinary Quick Start. Jay, you and I, well, you have to be here, right? Because we're <laughs> streaming their classes online. But it even shocked you, and I like to stick around just to watch, but the skills that you come away with from Emily Griffith Culinary Quick Start, it's pretty remarkable to see from a free gimme course and a, a Serve Safe certified certificate that you walk away with. It's a no-brainer. It's a gimme if you want to get into a kitchen. Oh, 100%. And I grew up in kitchens. I've worked in kitchen, you know, not, not to the caliber of a lot of our friends, chef friends, but uh, I've worked in those kitchens and I've seen the onboarding process and I've been a hiring manager. And I'll tell you this, even from my little tiny part of the restaurant business, right, as far as management goes, I would even love to see that somebody had just the, the basic core of like, this is how you cut an onion. Mm -hmm. like, so when somebody comes in, you're not starting there. You know, like the Emily Griffith Culinary Quick Start Program puts people at that next level. So when you bring them in, you don't have to start back at the beginning. You I can agree. Booyah. Boom. Uh, let me sum it up for you. Emily Griffith Culinary Quick Start, supported by The Modern Eater. If you go online to themoderneater.com, you'll see a, a tab. It says Emily Griffith Culinary Quick, Site, Quick Start. There's a sign-up page within that tab, and there's also other information and, and us getting to know the chefs. The chef instructor, Chef Marcus, Chef Blake, they're fantastic, bar none, some of the best chefs that I've seen around. Again, it's a free course. It's a gimme to you. Here's what I would encourage you. Restaurants, uh, a lot of industry folks watch the show. If you're a kitchen manager, uh, uh, executive chef, anybody that does the hiring for a kitchen, go on. Sign up your employees. They're already in the kitchen working. Doesn't matter, okay? Sign them up for Emily Griffith Culinary Quick Start. Again, it's a freebie. It's a gimme to you. Free 99. It, get your staff enrolled. Have them that baseline knowledge. But if you're onboarding, if you're bringing people on, don't spend all that time yourself training those very um, basic skills within the kitchen. Uh, let the folks at Emily Griffith Culinary Quick Start uh, take charge and get those folks so that their, their baseline is ready for you. You can save money on onboarding by doing that, and I'd encourage you to do it. Also, on the flip side, if you're a restaurant or a bar and you have a kitchen that needs to be staffed, you can sign up for their career fair. And that happens once a month where you can get on a Zoom call and see eligible students that have gone through the program that are waiting and looking for you to put them to work. Okay? That's Emily Griffith Culinary Quick Start. It's on themoderneater.com. It's clear as day. It's right front and center. Go ahead and click on that to find out more information. As far as today goes, the show's over. We'll be Friday uh, with Chef Brother Luck. That will be fantastic. We'll be on the road for that. And then for meat in day, right? Not meat out day. 
the proclamation that the governor made uh, to put meat aside for one day in Colorado is absolutely ridiculous. And you will see a flood of support from agriculture all over Colorado. We're going to go to it. We need to support agriculture in Colorado. I hope you do your part as well. Find yourself a backyard barbecue, a barbecue. Go get a burger at a restaurant. Do whatever you can to make sure you put that meat in your body on why are you laughing? I don't oh, put that meat in your body. Uh, yeah, that well, that, yeah, that just it got me. <laughs> Sorry about that. It made Jay giggle. All right. Um, please do what you can to support Colorado agriculture. The Modern Eater Show will see you live from 4 by Brother Luck in Colorado Springs as the Modern Eater Show continues. Got to thank Jay Parker. Don't push that button yet, Jay. Did you push the button? Uh, no, hold on. Here I am. Hey, Jay, <laughs> got to thank you. Thank and you. today's interview with uh, Lorena Kentorovici from Marie Empanadas, mm -hmm. that was a great interview, and we hope you, that you enjoyed it as much as we did. She's one of our favorites, man. She is. So we have to thank uh, Lorena and Victor at Maria Empanadas and everybody else that watched the show today. Take care. Be safe. Don't make a rookie mistake on St. Patrick's Day. Don't drink and drive. Jump in one of those uh, ride shares or uh, whatever means of transportation you want other than your own vehicle. Take care. We'll see you Friday. The Modern Eater Show continues.